0: This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on uh, the show tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Husky fans, I hope you're excited for, for my interview tonight. Uh, it's, it's one of uh, the newer Huskies on the team, uh, offensive lineman uh, Jake Godone. I'm really, really excited to have you on the show, man.
1: Hey, it's great to be here. I, I certainly appreciate you asking me to
0: come on and just excited to talk uh, some Husky football, man. Absolutely. I'm, I'm super excited to kind of get into your story and everything just because you come from, you're a transfer from Dartmouth in the Ivy League and I had a uh, couple months, maybe a month or two ago, I had one of your former teammates, JJ Jones, on the show and, and I just thought it was amazing the stories that he was able to tell about his time at Dartmouth and just how close you guys were as a team but like how many how many of you guys are actually gone on to have some really good success so far at the fbs level
1: yeah no definitely um you know i, I reached out to him before we did the podcast and just wanted to you know congratulate him with some luck and on his uh his season this uh this year in new mexico and uh I, i'm sure the stories are were great i mean we we definitely have a strong bond from from that tool and you know, to see him kind of move on and, and play at this as well, it's just great to see And I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for him, you
0: know. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, you, you're you coming from Dartmouth and you guys had some amazing success. Uh, two conference titles, correct? That
1: is correct, yep.
0: So, how was how that as a player?
1: I mean, obviously, you know, your objective is to win, right? You, you always want to win, you always want to be the best uh, in your conference. And, being a part of a team that can that has successfully, you know, demonstrated they can win and, and, and even played in two, two championship uh, you know, games. It, it's such a great feeling. It's kinda of like all your hard work is paying off, you know, and, and seeing that really come to fruition, there's really nothing better as a football player, you know, to be able to, to cap off the season as, as a champion.
0: Absolutely. And and something that I've always thought is very, very interesting, being a former athlete myself, is like how the Ivy League doesn't allow their their champion to go to the FCS playoffs. I, I've always thought that that's very interesting.
1: Yeah, no, I, same here, same here. Obviously, um, I think that you know they have their own kind of uh, the rules and, and regulations mm-hmm. uh, that prevent us from playing in the FCS playoffs. Um, I always thought that you know we we could have definitely made a deep run. Um, would have loved to see that happen while it was put in there. It may happen, it may not, uh, but you know, obviously I think it was a missed opportunity for, for some of those great teams that the Ivy League produces, um, but again you know, you got you to you play about the rules.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we were talking a little bit before we came on the, on the air about uh, your studies at Dartmouth and uh, really interesting what you were able to major in.
1: So majored in government um, Minored in Native American studies um, that, that was kind of That was a very interesting topic to me as well I really wanted to explore more And I don't know how familiar you are with The history of Dartmouth But it was originally founded uh, As a school for Native Americans
0: Interesting uh,
1: they, had, they had kind of you know Gone back on their word During the early uh, years of, of being founded And, and being a college and now, in the more recent years, they've gone back and they've kind of reestablished that mission and have just completely developed a new program. It's unbelievable stuff that you, that you learn in those courses.
0: That's amazing. I did not know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, not a lot of people do. It's, it's very, it's it's kind of, uh, it's not, you know, main news. I guess I don't know, you know, it's uh, something that they don't want, you know, to, to be spread around, Right. that's just the, the, the truth of the, the fact.
0: Very interesting. And you, you, of course, choose to come to UConn. Uh, why, why? Why did you decide to come to UConn?
1: Yeah, I mean, great question. Um, you know, going through all my official business and stuff, I obviously had a lot of choices to make, a lot of decisions to make. Um, and honestly, UConn was kind of a last-second uh, consideration for me, uh, Coach Charlton had come to my house. Um, you know sat down with me and my family, and had talked just about UConn and about the culture they're going to establish there. New head coach Jim Mora, and I kind of liked I liked what I heard from him. So I decided to take in a take the official visit, and really just fell in love with the place when I got there. Um, you know, being able to see the campus, the facilities are incredible and meeting the coaching staff in person, Morrow Charlton and Coach Sings, I mean, I could tell that these are authentic guys um, that are really coming here to make a difference. They're not just coming here you know, take the job. They're, they're, they're coming here to win, and, and that's what I was looking for.
0: Absolutely, and it, and it shows on the field how you guys are playing so far this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have a, we have a winning mindset and a winning attitude. Um, we're certainly not going into any, any games being satisfied with being close. You know, we want to go in every
0: game to win that game. Absolutely. And you, you spoke about Coach Charlton. I had him on the show a couple months ago, and I, and I absolutely loved that interview. And, I mean, I, I can speak to what you were saying, too, just how authentic he is and just, I mean, I would love to play for him.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's an energetic guy, and, uh, you know, he, he, he demands excellence out of everyone, and, and that's what I really like about him. Um, and just kind of connecting with him and, and seeing how he does things and how he runs the offense, uh,
0: really just fell in love with it overall. Absolutely. I, I always love hearing guys that were in the transfer portal, kind of how that process went just because it's, it's such a it's a newer thing. I mean, I go back to my time playing and coaching and it wasn't uh, necessarily as big of a thing uh, Just even just a couple years ago. So kind of how was that process for you?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, as any athlete who's in the transfer portal can probably say, uh, it's a very hectic experience. Um, You know, you have coaches really reaching out to you at all times during the day, uh, you know, every day. It it can be a little overwhelming, um, but just kind of narrowing down decisions, uh, making logical, uh, you know, decisions about what's feasible and what's not, you you kind of boil down to a list of, you know, your top or however many mm-hmm. you have and then you take your official visits and you meet the coaching staff and you meet the players and that kind of helps you form an overall sense of what the program is and what they currently have going on
0: How, how much was it like your high school experience when you were coming out of high school?
1: Uh, <laughs> definitely yeah, a little similar um, you know, I was a little under recruited coming out of high school um, didn't really fully develop until my freshman year of college uh, sophomore year of college so didn't have too many teams reach out to me in high school I mean there was a lot of like D2 D3 talks but you know my dream had always been to go play division one college football so Dartmouth was actually one of the only teams that it offered me at that level uh, so my decision was was easy but I also did absolutely love the campus and coach Buddy teams as well
0: absolutely and uh I th- I think it's it's really cool to see how uh, Husky fans have embraced you since you've come up, become a part of the program. You you've kind of become a fan favorite. Uh, why do you think that that is the case?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, I certainly love uh, the uh, the, uh, the aberration and stuff like that. But you know, I'm really just here to to play my brand of football and play the Husky brand of football. Um, I got a great offensive line you know, next to me on both sides that I trust and, and, and fully uh, respect as players and as men. So kind of just got to contribute back to the whole line. I mean, when we play as a unit, we everyone plays great. You know, if one person plays bad, then we all play bad. That's kind of the, the mentality there.
0: That's the perfect mentality to have.
1: You got it, it has to be as, as, as an O-line. I mean, it, Anybody who's familiar with how the offensive line runs will know that you need everybody working on the same page. Communication has to be excellent. Uh, knowledge of the plays needs to be excellent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just executing the plays through your, your highest capability, really.
0: It's unfortunate, really, that the only time you guys really get noticed is when you make a mistake. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's just what what comes with the position, you know. That you, you kind of sign up for that when you when you when you put on that O line number.
0: Well, I, I can say that just from from watching you guys this year. I mean, you've been you guys have been pretty good so far. I would even say great the way that you guys have been run blocking, especially. I mean, you've got some really good running backs behind you. But what, what do you think uh, has been like some of the top things that have led to that success?
1: Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I think it's the players. I mean, I think we have a really talented group. Um, you know, no Christian Haynes uh, on the interior. I mean, absolute ballers. Um, love doing double-team blocks with them. And then I know Val Chase will always have the, uh, the edge locked up, so I'm confident in them as well. Uh, but we have a really great group of guys that are really starting to come, to come together and trust each other. So I think that's a really big portion of, of good old line play. And I, I also think that Coach Samus has made uh, like created a method of teaching online line play that's really easily digestible and, and, and comprehensible uh, so it allows us to really understand the concept of the play and the purpose of the play, which then allows us to execute it better.
0: Absolutely. And what, what kind of goes into that? I mean, I don't want you to like divulge your game plan, obviously, but like what kind of goes yeah, into that yeah. process?
1: Um, it's, it's really just, Kim boiling it down to the play's simplest forms, right? So, not adding extra stuff that might confuse you, and making rules that are that are very straightforward.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Keeping it simple.
1: Yeah, keeping it simple. I mean, obviously, there are nuances to every play uh, that we all need to know, but the general base rules of, of our scheme pretty much hold true. In in any front or any any kind of defensive formation that we'll see.
0: Mm hmm. What what's been the biggest transition for you coming from the FCS to FBS?
1: Yeah, so um, I would say, I mean, certainly everybody's bigger and faster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, we did have a really really talented guys in the Ivy League, and there's a lot of them that are uh, you know play in the NFL and are successful in the NFL. Um, you know the competition at FBS is, is just you know there's definitely a little bit of a difference in terms of size, speed, and agility. Um, but I mean, in the end, football is football. You know, you got to go out and, and execute, block whoever, whoever's out there.
0: Absolutely, and uh, yeah. I'm sure the same thing can be said like from transitioning to FCS versus FBS from the defensive line perspective, from the guys that you're going against.
1: Right. Right. No. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So, you guys are getting ready for Syracuse. Obviously, this is a this is a huge game. I mean, Northeast rivalry, big rivalry. Um, w- w- of course, without going too deep into like what you guys are looking to do, what what are some of the things that stand out to you on film heading into this game?
1: Yeah. So Syracuse, I mean, they, they're a talented outfit. I mean, they got they got playmakers on both sides of the ball, and, and they're a really good team. Um, Obviously, you know, we've been, we've been watching, we've been studying this week. Uh, they have guys that can hustle, they got athletic guys, um, and they bring a lot of pressure. So we'll be expecting uh, lots of blitzes throughout the game. Uh, but we've been, we've been preparing for that, you know, during practice, um, just kind of nailing down some certain blitzes and stuff like that. Uh, but our, our O-line firmly believes that, that we can succeed and, and we can accomplish what we need to accomplish.
0: Absolutely, and, and I firmly believe that you guys will. I'm, I've am i been sold on what I've seen from you guys. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. If my yeah, opinion well, matters. Out there. <laughs> if my opinion matters at all.
1: <laughs> no, hey, look, it's always, it's always nice to hear.
0: So uh, I, th- I think one thing that, that's really cool that you're starting to get some recognition for is some of your uh, NFL potential. Um, just... Obviously, I'm sure that's been your dream your whole life. But wh- like, how how is that uh, process going for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, yeah, this has you know something I've been thinking about and something I've always wanted to do. Um, but, you know, I really lo- I'd love to get the opportunity should it present itself. honestly um, right right now, I'm really not too too focused on it. Right. Um, right now, it's kind of all about our season and, and in particular Syracuse right now but again i mean it'd be great and i'll kind of tackle that once the season is over Um, but it would be really exciting there's no doubt about that
0: absolutely and and from what i've seen so far i think it's well deserved
1: thanks i appreciate that
0: well what what are transitioning to some of your teammates what what are like who are a couple of guys on the team that uh that that kind of like give the most, maybe the most energy. Some of the guys you like to hang around the most. Like who who are some of the some of the guys that Husky Nation should really be uh, looking at?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I mean, number one that comes comes to mind is Val Valentine Um He he has improved you know so much through through this off season and, and over working with him, doing workouts with him over spring and, and, and summer. Just seeing what what he does and the time commitment that he that he has for this for this team is unbelievable. I mean, you know, he'll he'll be in the gym, you know, ten fifteen minutes after the workouts over, doing extra stuff. He'll be stretching. He'll be taking care of his body, whether that be the cold tub or you know extra treatment. Um, but the kid the kid is completely and entirely committed to this team and to our mission. And honestly, it's pushed others to do the same. I mean. You know, we're, we're the whole line's there. We're like, well, we're, we're not going to let Jeff Val do some extra work, so then we got to go do some extra work, right? You know, so it's kind of like it goes down the line, and it's and I respect the the heck out of them for it because um, that's the kind of mentality that'll win you win you games when it really comes down to it.
0: Absolutely, and uh, what a uh, what's your relationship like with uh, your coaches? Their offensive line coach, then OC Nick Charlton, and. Uh, head coach Mora, like what's your relationship like with all those guys?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, it, honestly, the first term that comes to my mind is, 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 family. Um, you know, they're, they're personal guys, understandable. Um, Christian and I actually, uh, had a class today during our normal meeting time. Uh, so coach Sanders stayed a little, uh, for us and had us up in his office and we were watching film with him from practice. So it's just little things like that that you really appreciate. You know them going out of their way to, to make sure that we're prepared and that we're ready to, you know, be able to do the best that we can on the field on Saturdays. And sorry, and Coach uh, Coach Charlie, Coach Moore. I mean, you know, I always talk with them frequently. Uh, frequently see a smile on their face almost every day. Moore brings an enthusiasm and a passion, you know, that unlike I've ever seen it <laughs> before. So. Gotta respect him, love him, and Coach Charlton's the same way. I mean, he knows how to fire the guys up. He also knows when to keep a cool head. So love love them and I love what they're doing. I, I think this staff was well put together and they're just a great group of guys that care about the team, care about the Huskies, which is honestly most important, and uh, care about the players, you
0: know. Absolutely. And and every interview I've had with a with your teammates and yourself. Now, I mean, you guys have had rave reviews to say about the coaching staff, and and I mean, I every every video or interview I hear of Coach Mora, I just want to run through a brick wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, you, you get it. You see You kind of get to. You catch a glimpse of it in some of the videos that that we have, that we put out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when he when you're in that room with him, it's it, it's definitely different.
0: I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys, you guys, and the coaches have really created a fantastic brotherhood. Like, can you kind of speak to that?
1: Yeah. So I mean, you know, we have we actually have a whole uh, like it's written on the walls, it's written in our locker room. You know, the brotherhood. Um, we break down on brotherhood, and we break down on culture uh, when when the offense uh, breaks down separately, and. I mean this is something that they put a lot of thought and time and investment into. I mean because it's a it's an essential aspect of any team and especially a team that you know we need you know you need to right the ship. That's something that needs to be established before anything can really happen on the field.
0: Absolutely. And I think one thing that's been very apparent is the Husky revolution and it is it is a real thing. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, you know, you, you kind of when you when you hear about it, when I heard about my official visit, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Um, but you don't really understand it until you get here. You know, you don't understand what Coach Moore really means by that, and what he plans for this program and for this team in particular for this season.
0: Absolutely, and. <clears throat> I, I know that you, you, you're obviously not looking ahead. I, I would never want you to do that, but you guys have some really, really interesting games coming up with the likes of Michigan and NC State and Boston College and some, some more interesting games on the schedule too. I mean, you're a Northeast guy, so what what, what are you looking forward to? Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, obviously it's a, it's a powerhouse schedule. It's, kind of, it's definitely one of the reasons. Um, why I was attracted to UConn, just to be able to, to showcase my abilities on that platform. Um, but, you know, I, I, traveling to Utah was really cool. I mean, I don't know if I loved the, you know, nine hours on the way back, you know, getting back to campus at like 5, 5 in the morning. Uh, but it, traveling is really cool. I think playing in bigger bigger stadiums will be an interesting experience and something that, that per, I personally wanted to experience just to feel more comfortable with myself uh, later on. But definitely looking forward to traveling with the guys. I think that'll be really cool going on planes and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that's that's kind of the biggest thing. I mean, I, I can't wait to, to really enter those hostile environments and, and, and try, to, try to succeed and try to win games.
0: Absolutely. I got a, two parts to this question. I'll give you the first one first. Like, how was it playing in Utah? When I was in college, we – we had a basketball game at the university of Utah and I can speak to the elevation is a real thing. So how was your experience with that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think you really notice it until after the game, um, when you're on the bus and you're like, dang, I, I feel like I just smoked like you know 30 packs of cigarettes. <laughs> or something. Like, what the yes. Heck? <laughs> um, but it, it was, it was really the dry air. I mean, there's a lot of dry air, in in Logan and that was that made it a little bit difficult to breathe throughout the game but I mean it was we still kept pushing we still kept going Um, it it certainly wasn't uh, a distraction for us or anything that we were overly thinking about Uh, but those those things will be there and and I thought we we handled it pretty well
0: I agree I mean I never could tell that it was an issue for you guys watching the game
1: (laughs) hey then (laughs) that's the plan right that's the plan
0: (laughs) and the the next part is I, I grew up, uh, my my dad went to the University of Michigan, so I've grown up going to the University of Michigan and Michigan Stadium my my entire life. I've been there many many times, and I'm and I'm super excited to be there when you guys play next week. Um, and, and I'm I'm happy to say this will be the first time in my life that I go to a game at Michigan Stadium not cheering for Michigan. <laughs> that is pretty,
1: that is pretty interesting. That is pretty interesting. Um, uh, no, I, next year will be really fun. Uh, I got a lot of, a lot of friends and family that are going to the game too. You know, they want to go to the big house and all that. So, you know, it's definitely one we're looking
0: forward to. I, I can speak from experience many times over that it is a, uh, it's a sight to see. That's for sure.
1: No, I believe it. I believe it.
0: But I, I got one more question for you before, before we, uh, conclude tonight. And this comes from your buddy, JJ Jones. And he says, uh, his question was, what would you rather have, a one-on-one dinner with Tom Brady or uh, Patriots season tickets for life?
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, saw, I saw that he, uh, that he, that he asked that. Um, <laughs> and, I was thinking, and I was thinking about it because it's a great question, really. It, it's tough for me. Um, but, I mean, as a, as a diehard Patriots fan, I mean, I grew up watching Tom Brady. And so, you know, he'll live in my, in my mind and my memories of Patriot uh, greatness for a long time. Um, but I think I think I gotta go with the Patriots ticket for life. I think that's that's the smart move. I mean, just in terms of value. Um, but yeah, as, as a Patriots fan, I got that's what I gotta answer. It, it,
0: it made me think myself, I grew up in Michigan. I am a diehard Detroit Lions fan. It is a curse, I, I will say. But I, So it made me think, like, would I rather have a one-on-one dinner with, like, Calvin Johnson or the season tickets for life to Lions games? And I have to agree with you. I have to go with the season tickets.
1: Right. I mean, I, you know, you, you can't watch Tom Brady anymore play. Uh, well, you can't if you go to the Bucks, so But not as a Patriot. Um, and, I mean, just being able to, like, all those future events, you know, you never know, back to another Super Bowl. Um you know, finding the new Tom Brady, you, know, you never know. You never right, know.
0: Right. I, I agree with you. I'm right there with you. Well, I got to say, thank you so much for jumping on with me tonight.
1: You no, know, I really do appreciate you having me and allowing me to, to talk about, you know, UConn, the Husky Nation, and uh, just a little bit about myself as well. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm jacked up for the rest of the season, man. I just want to go out there, beat Syracuse, come back and go to bed.
0: I'll be cheering you on.
1: No, I I certainly appreciate it. I'll say thanks to uh, all the Husky fans on there supporting us, man. We love it. We notice you out there. Uh, Keep the noise coming. We need it. We love it. We feed off of it. And uh, shout out to my mom and dad as well.
0: Always got to shout out mom and dad, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, sir. Well, again, thank you to all my loyal listeners who always tune in uh, every every episode. I really, really appreciate you guys. Husky nation. I hope you enjoy this episode and uh, go Yukon and God bless.